Kinging wave, Fox, Beard, Lock is action, very weird. Captain Pike, Cisco's wife, Klingons, and the afterlife. Boimler, Tendi's dog, Ransom is very harsh. Four drive, Black Alert, Giorgio has gone berserk. Beat your bad left, Edward is an idiot. Fuck is dead, Wolf is wed, Chekhov's wearing red. Data's cat, Kempak's cat, Q has had enough of that. Beat me up, make it so, everybody let's go. We are Well, good evening, Trekkies and Trekkers around the globe. It is Monday, July 17th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. And that means we are live. That's right. You can give us a call and let your fingers do the walking and call Trek Talking at 646-668-2433. We'll be live for the next hour. Remember, our Monday shows are only an hour. So if you want to call, you got to call quick. 646-668-2433 is the number, and I'll get you on the line. And I don't have to introduce any of my truck spurs tonight because they're all unavailable. So you're stuck with yours truly, Uncle Jim. But don't worry because I'm not alone. I've got some great guests on the podcast with me tonight. Back for more punishment. It's been a while, but we've missed her. I'm talking about fan actress extraordinaire herself, the meat and potatoes of Trek Talking, the one, the only Leslie Sawyer, how you doing tonight, Leslie, and welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you so much for that incredible uh, introduction. I really appreciate it, and it's a pleasure to be back here again. It, it seems like it's been, like, so long since we've had a chance to talk. Well, yes, I've been a very busy uh, girl, <laughs> doing lots of I, acting. I think we're going to have to do a Leslie Sawyer show a little bit later on just to catch up with oh. everything you've been up to. Yes, it's been quite quite crazy. I've been on my own personal trek. <laughs> well, uh, uh, speaking of, of projects and treks that you've been working on, one of them particular ones that we're going to be talking about tonight is a, is a fan film called The Fighting Chance, Roaring Thunder. And it's a fan film that was done by the one and only – uh, Jose Sapita, who's with us tonight on the line as well, writer, producer, director. He's here with us live to take your questions. How are you doing, Jose? Or is it Joe? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking, Jim. Is, is it Joe or Jose? I, I go by Joe. Joe it is. I can, I can call you Joe. Uh, you can call me hey, Ray or you go. can call me Jay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Leslie has sent me a link. Um, to the podcast, or not to the podcast, to the fan film, which, of course, I watched. And we're going to talk about it in great length and detail for the next hour. But before we do that, I just wanted to get some personal information about you. So, obviously, you're a Star Trek fan, correct? That is correct. 
How did I guess? <laughs> <laughs> that was been so hard, was it? <laughs> no, that was pretty obvious, but I had to get it out of the way. <laughs> there so, you, uh, there you what's go. your favorite? What's your favorite trek of all? What's the one that you, if you're sitting home and you're just bored and you want to pop something on and watch it, what's your go-to? Oh, you mean uh, series-wise or episode-wise? Yeah, episodes, you know. Oh, okay, like City and the Edge of Forever, uh, Aaron of Mercy, that sort of thing. The original series. There's something about Excellent. the original series. Boy, you know. I'm, I'm kind of a Gorn kind of guy. I kind of lean towards arena, maybe balance of terror type of thing. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Yeah, the uh, more of the action, right? Invaders, you know, creatures coming from beyond. Yeah, I could see yeah. that. Yeah. I kind of like those. I, you know, I, I Return of the Archons is another one I really like. Specter of the Gun is another one that I like. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. There, there's so many that it's hard to pick, but those are amongst my top ones, anyways. So. I was watching your fail film, and I just got to ask, you know, where did you get the inspiration to write it? Uh, it just comes to me, like, when I just see, like, original or whatever, you know, something just uh, bounces off, something resonates, you know, and how about this, how about that, how, how about scenes you've never seen before, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just lock myself in a room or just go to a Wendy's and uh, start writing on uh a napkin or something, you know, of ideas just come, you know, or in the shower or whatever and say, how about this? How about that? You know? And why not? Why can't you film it, you know? You know, your own brand. How, of, long, uh, how long does it take you to write, like, this particular fan film? How long did it take you to write it? It it it, it took a couple of months, but I do several versions of scripts, like, I'll write, I'll do a, a, a script for a scene, and then I'll put it aside, and then I'll come back again and say, with that, like, I, I kind of dream this stuff, you know? It, like, is that really what the characters would say, if that's what the characters would do? And how about the action? Does it make more sense to do this or that? But I find out it does help. It's kind of like cooking, you know? You put it aside, you let it simmer, you know? You, you let the ingredients rise to the top. You smell it, you know? And uh, you put a little extra spices and stuff, you know. And I, I've changed, like, some endings and things like that, too, and stuff like that. But, yeah, you you have to uh, think about it. Give, give us some, some deep thought when I'm out there and say, well, no, I don't think that person would do that. I think this person would be doing that. And maybe I need to introduce more, uh, what do you call it, antagonism, more drama. And that's what I'm trying to do, you know. That's the juicy stuff, you know. Pe- people want to be surprised. People want to be uh, uh uh, shocked, you know. Uh, they they love high drama, you know, and that's that's what I was trying to deliver, you know, with this film, you know. And this is when I know we're going to talk in deep detail about the film, but this is part of a series of films which we will massage and we will develop and we will get into the skin of these characters, you know, as they grow and develop. Just to put that out there for you, you know, there's more to come. That's not the end. Of it. And and speaking, you know, you're cooking. You got to have your meat and potatoes in your, in your story, right? So, <laughs> so I, I guess my next question is: when you're right, when you're sitting there and you're writing these these scenes down, do you have a particular actress or actor in your mind for these characters, or or do you write the scene based on who 
you already have cast for these characters. Yeah, that's pretty pretty much who, who we already have cast for the characters. Unless that character isn't available, then I have to substitute with a different character. You know, but I, I try to sink uh, it in with the with the with the existing mannerisms, that sort of thing, and then adjust fire so, from there. Like, what I, about I your set? Like, okay, I wanted to ask all right. Your sets. You filmed down with with. The, do you film your sets down with Ray Tessie at Neutral Zone Studios, or where do you film your where are your filming sets? Oh, uh, we we do I, we do it at my house in my basement. I have the the set set up, so we don't have to do a lot of travel time, you know. And it saves on budget costs as well. But no, we 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 can create the sets that we need, or if we because we use a combination of of real sets and we use. Uh, blue screen, green screen, when we want to make it epic, you know, and we you just can't build sets for it, you know, or a combination thereof of real sets and green screen, blue screen. But, yeah, we, we have the capabilities of, of making our sets here. Now, what about your props in your costumes? And we're going to talk about hairdos a little bit later on. So we'll, uh, what, what about all that? Do you actually have someone that does your props and your hairdo and your – Uniform? Uh, uh, no. Well, uh, for the props, we do. We we have uh, several people that can make the props, but uh, usually Jeff McKelvey, if, if, uh, if he's given enough lead time, can make the props, can can do 3D print. So, yeah, we've gone space age on that. So the props can be 3D printed, you know, uh, but, you know, with a lot of lead time, you know, and Jeff does an incredible job with, you know, uh, making them so they're very they're the they're replicas are just simply awesome you know but the hairdos uh and that's why i'm glad you have leslie sawyer on she kind of comes in and we're not using wigs because uh it's interesting that you mentioned hairdos and you said you're going to talk about it later on that would be leslie's department but uh sometimes like we'll have like a wig in hand of mine and then leslie you come up with the idea no 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 i think i want to use my own natural hair you know but no we have <laughs> Oh yeah, a couple of dozen uh, uh, wigs on hand, and some of the actors even bring in you know their own wigs or stuff like that, you know, or their own masks as the case may be, you know, a combination of a mask and a wig. Now, uh, do you do the filming, the editing, the lighting? Do you do the whole the whole shabam, yeah. or do you have people that do that stuff for you? But I I, I am blessed to have other people like. Uh, uh, Larry Fleming and his son, uh, Thomas Fleming, kind of help out uh, uh, being behind the camera, too, because I like to be – I like I love being in front of the camera, and I love being behind the camera, and I love building the stuff and organizing and getting things set up. So, yeah, I'll, I'll say this is – when the film is kind of like a product, is a teamwork product, all right? Uh, uh, because sometimes, you know, we Les, – Leslie said, you know – we put in long days, and she's absolutely right, but we we don't meet very often. So when we do, we try to jam it in there that you have to have, like, notes on the side because you can go brain dead. So we have not just the detailed scripts, but every shot that you need to have so you don't forget to do it, you know? Right. Yeah, that makes sense. What about your special effects? You have to go back and, and do those as well, right? Yeah, you do, and – I think this was mind-blowing. This film was mind-blowing for me because it was such a challenge. It, 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 I, I, this, 
this is a, this is basically an experimentation film, believe it or not. Uh, from this film, I can make better films from it because this was we were experimenting. Can you do this? Can you do? Yeah, you can, but you have to know how to do it because the, the secret of it is just a movie of a movie of a movie of a movie. If that makes sense, it's it's just amazing. It's just mind blowing. You know, uh, I, I think the biggest thing is learning to manipulate digits. And once I figured out that the whole film is uh, a digital tapestry of a story. I mean, it, it doesn't like sink into you until you realize, oh my God, it is digits. And if you understand that concept, you can, you can do some very mind-blowing stuff, you know? Now, how do you, uh, excuse me, uh, what about this, the fan film guidelines? How do you stay within that without having any trouble with CBS Paramount? Just basically, you follow the basic guidelines. You know, we're we're not uh, what do you call it? We're we're not like a submarine coming out of a water either, so to speak. You know, so we're we're good with that. You know. And I'm going to have a segue here. How do you find uh-huh. the actors and actresses that you're going to have appear in your film? Like, for instance, Leslie Sawyer. How do you go about finding her? Uh, you know, it's interesting you bring. I have met, like, uh, Les- Leslie, uh, we uh, met at a, a film studio there for a fellow fan person that, that was making fan films. And then she said, oh, by the way, I make, uh, uh, you know, I can start. Uh, I mentioned that I make fan films. She says, well, you know, that she had green screen and, and she can do fan films, you know. But it's, that's the same thing I have met. Well, there, there's two tiers, okay. One, one is. Uh, I like to be in other shows. I like to be in other fan films, and I have. I, one year I said, I want to be in every every uh, fan film that I enjoy, you know, and I went and did that. And by doing that, you you uh, touch elbows and you find actors that way. And I've also helped out in other, other non-Star Trek productions where you meet the actors and the cast, and then you, rec- you can recruit them there too. And... So when I do it, you know, I first dibs without having to do any interviews is the cat, the current cast. They get first dibs. Then the second dibs was, is uh, you can put up an all casting culture and on the internet, and you can, you can get actors that way too. You know, so it's it's not like it was before. I mean, actors are not hard to find, but really good ones and dedicated ones are something else. You know, it's uh, like Leslie Sawyer. You know, and the, and uh, Larry Fleming's and, you know, and all that, that good not, you know, it's, uh, yeah, but, but they're out there. It's uh, another way to believe it or not is go to a, a play plays and you ask them, Hey, you know, I loved your acting, you know, can you be in my fan film? That's another way too, you know? So, and I've done that too. You know, you can get them straight, recruit them straight from plays when they come out and you give me a little calling card, you know? I think I got right. In fact, it's easier than do a fan film is easier to act in than it is on a play, you know, because you know you have to keep doing it over and over and stuff. But uh, but yeah, the, the, there there's a lot of different ways to to get them, you know, the connecting the the actor with the filmmaker, you know, uh, by reaching out, those sort of things. Well, I, I'm I'm glad that you found Leslie, and uh, because yeah, Leslie, uh, as I said, she's a fan uh, film extraordinaire. Uh, she's yeah, been I, yeah. I 
How, how many fan films to date have you done, Leslie? I I can't even count them all. Oh my gosh, uh, you really put me on the spot. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I've lost track. I don't know. It's it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it has been a lot, but uh, I I enjoy all of it, and um, you know I'm I'm very grateful for to have had the experiences I've had with making them. Uh, I haven't even with all of them that I've worked on. Uh, I've never had any kind of you know bad experience or anything like that. Um, they've all been just a pleasure and. Uh, and it's great, and I'm very, very grateful that Jose asked me if, uh, you know, because, yeah, he it sounds like he's got a better memory than I do of, like, actually the very first time we met, the first time we talked. Um, but I do recall him, you know, talking to me about, you know, his fan films, and I, I know that I was interested in wanting to be a part of it, and it was sort of a mutual thing where, yeah, he liked the idea of getting me involved with his films, and I wanted to be a part of them also. And um, But, boy, little did I know uh, that <laughs> what Jose would, uh, would have me be doing. Uh, it's like it's so exciting to me because he has me playing so many different characters. It's just as an actress, it's like a dream. It's a dream because – I'm not just like one person. I'm I'm it, for anybody that watches um a fighting chance, uh they'll see that I do play more than just one person. Um and uh it's really uh, it it it, can, oh, it it's really actually very very challenging. Um especially uh in the in the next episode, hopefully Jose doesn't mind me saying this. I, I I won't even say what the characters are, but I'm two different people, okay? In the next episode. It's not in a fighting chance. I I I'm hoping it'll actually maybe maybe come out in the in the next episode, uh, where I am having a conversation with myself. But I am two different people and it's very interesting how you have to go about filming that. Uh where I'm sitting at a table and I'm talking to the other character, and then obviously we film all of that, I'm, and there's nobody sitting across from me. So I'm talking to just nothing, but I have to pretend, you know, that there's somebody sitting there. And then I change everything, and I become this other character altogether, and then I'm sitting on the other side of the table having to do the, the same thing again. And uh, it's, it, that is quite a challenging thing to do. Uh, but he did show me the dailies uh, on that, and I was very, very impressed with how well he was able to do the editing. And it really does look like there are two. You've got not one, but two meat and potatoes. Oh, wow. <laughs> he, he, told that's me, imp- he cloned me. <laughs> that's impressive. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, he did now a great this- job. <laughs> yeah, and he did a great job. Film, um there's a scene where you're you're playing chess and you have on a very familiar wig that I think I a lot do. of fans would recognize. Uh, can you talk a little absolutely. bit about that? Oh, absolutely. Now that the movie's out, <laughs> I certainly can. Um, oh. I am Nancy Rand. And Nancy Rand is actually Janice Rand's older sister. 
so there is that link to Janice Rand. And I just so happen to have the same exact hairstyle as my younger sister. And I love the story behind how that wig came about. Uh, I, when Jose told me that he actually had uh, someone, it's like a custom, it's obviously a custom-made wig, uh, and it's actually two wigs that were woven together. And it's, it's quite the, the, I mean, it really looks like it came right off the set. It was so well made and so well done. Um, Jose, who, how did you find this person that was able to even make that wig? Oh, they're, they're on uh, eBay. They, they do all kinds of custom, uh, uh, what do you call it? There are so many of those uh, cosplay wigs that they can make for you if you sign up for it. Wow! Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I they, didn't know that. That's amazing. She did a great yeah. job. That wig looks like it really came right off the TV show. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. And also, yeah. you taking ownership, Leslie. May May I add, uh, Jim? I want to say that. Uh, uh, Leslie, on the set, you know how you always have, like, costume problems or costume malfunctions? Well, we had some uh, hairdo malfunctions, and Leslie came to the rescue, you know? And she had to rescue that wig and and restore it to its proper former glory, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the the problem is, you know, taking it on, you know, putting it on, taking it off, putting it on, taking it off. You know, some of the strands, some of the stuff started to fall apart, and because, yeah. uh, again, it's two wigs that were tr- – she, she had to put it together with two wigs. So it yeah. actually did start to come apart, And I, but luckily I was able to, to fix it and, and get it to where it looked good again. Yeah. Well, well Leslie, you don't get to become the meat and potatoes for no reason at all. It, you know, this – you know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, Leslie, oh. you rescued, rescued that wig, I mean, you know, under your – Tender loving yeah. guide. Oh, yes. You yeah. saved it. Yeah. <laughs> but now, I just Leslie, love. You, uh, you yeah, play go a ahead. couple of characters. You, you play characters in total? Uh, Is it? I know I'm Veronica Pepperstone, Nancy Rand. Yeah. Uh, Am I thinking? The. Am I thinking? the Oh, Veronica Pepperstone's mother, uh, Gloria, yeah. Gloria, Gloria Pepperstone. Yeah. Right. Yes. Gloria. So there's actually and three. I don't think there's there's only I think there's three different characters. Oh, yeah. Enchantress and the Enchantress, the mighty Enchantress, I might add. Oh, that's so you're right. I lost track. There's four. Four, four. different people I'm playing <laughs> in this movie. Yeah, I thought it was four. Yeah. It is four. Oh, yes. But you're, you are multifaceted, that's for sure. <laughs> well, it is, it's thanks to, to Joe that I get to play all these different, like I said, as, a, as an actress, uh, it's really very enjoyable to be able to play so many different characters and to wear so many different types of costumes. Um, one of the... Uh, I got to tell you one of the scenes about where I'm the enchantress and I'm sitting on a dragon and I'm kind of leading the charge uh, to get the, the deadly mantises. Uh, 
that where you see me sitting on a dragon, uh, because I do live in North Carolina and uh, Joe lives in the Atlanta area, uh, you know, he does, you will utilize the green screen. And so he asked me, hey, is there just any way at all, I'll tell you what I, it is I need you to do. Uh, could you, I'll send, he actually mailed me the Enchantress costume. He mailed me the green screen. My daughter and her husband uh, were actually out of town. I was able to use their house. I set up the green screen in their home uh, because they have a big living room area. And they have an ottoman. And what I did was I actually put a green blanket over the ottoman. And he told me, he's giving me directions over the phone as to what to do. We're texting back and forth. Uh, I set up my camera on a tripod. And I did all this filming for him at my daughter's house and sent it off to him. So it's really kind of funny how some of that enchantress, where where I'm the enchantress, actually was filmed uh, at my daughter's house in North Carolina. <laughs> so a little, little backstory to that. <laughs> yeah, remote, right? Like uh, another remote studio, like uh, uh, what do you call it, the Game of Thrones. They did the same thing, too, that uh, they had uh, international, uh, what do you call it, film uh, uh, studio where they, they shot it in one place, and then they had to – send the information over the internet so that the editors could get to work. Same yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. 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 Yep. So it, it, it was, but I'm, I'm glad I was able to get that done, but it kind of cracks me up in a way when I see that scene where I'm sitting on the dragon and I'm like, it always makes me think about, Oh yeah, there I'm sitting in on the ottoman in my daughter's living room. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, it's, uh, where I got inspired by that is the, there was a film made called the never ending story. And they yeah. shot, I, looking at how they did the dragon scene, you know, and I, it, of course, they had, you know, so much money, they actually made a mechanical dragon, you know, but I could see the director giving, you know, certain commands so that he could get it on film what he wanted the actress, you know, to, to perform, you know, so I thought that was really great, you know. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it is, it's, it's really cool when you, I think you watch these documentaries about the making of a yeah. film and you see yeah. how they did certain things. So interesting. And Leslie, how long does it take for you to, to get into character and rehearse your scenes and then, and then film them? Well, it just, obviously it depends upon what scenes uh, you're talking about. Uh, this movie, A Fighting Chance, actually, because, Jose's come up with so many great ideas. There was really no way uh, to stick to the guidelines. I mean, if he really, really wanted this to be, this, this easily, easily could be like a feature-length motion picture because he's come yeah. up with so much. It, it's just way too much content. So as a result, yeah. it's got to be split up into like maybe, it, don't, isn't it going to be like maybe about four, four different movies? Yeah, probably. Possibly five or six. I'm going to make them Oh, shorter. wow, that many. Yeah, so okay, like, uh, yeah. Like half, half a dozen, yeah. Yeah, and, and he's going to have them all end, you know, on a cliffhanger. You know, because yeah. you, you, know, you want to tune in for the next one to find out, oh, my gosh, what the heck's going to happen, you know. Uh, but, yeah, it, it honestly, it just depends um, on really the character and uh, – 
what the scene entails. Uh, but yeah, a fighting chance. We've been working on all these films. It's it's taken two years to yeah, finally get. We're really to finally get a fighting chance uh, out and available for people to watch on YouTube. Um, but in that two year time frame, we obviously have filmed more than just that particular movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's going to be so much going to happen and it just, it's, it is mind blowing. It's like what, what Joe said about how this first film was sort of, uh, like a test or, you know, it's, it's like the baby you got to try to figure out, all right, what can I improve on? What am I going to be able to do better? And, uh, it's going to be done in layers. It's like, it wouldn't surprise me with each film, you know, his special effects, everything is just going to be, you know, improved upon. Uh, but it just, it's amazing. It's like when I, when I think about all the stuff that's coming up in the next movies he's got, uh, and I actually came up with a few ideas. Um, and this is another thing I really love about working with Joe is the fact that uh, he's very open-minded to his actors. If an actor says, Hey, you know, I think, I'd rather do it this way, or I think maybe he'd react this way or whatever. Uh, he's very open-minded to it. It's like I came up with some ideas uh, where I was like, you know, this would make more sense to me if the character did this, you know, that kind of thing. And then I even came up with an idea for a character uh, of my own where I'm like, yeah. hey, I think because, you know, I do so many cosplays. And I have got so many, you know, characters and stuff that I do. Uh, and I, I came up with one that I enjoy doing. And I just said, you know, because you are doing crossovers with other fandoms, um, would it be okay, would you be okay with inserting this one character that I really enjoy doing? And he was very open-minded to it. He said, you know what, that's fine, that's great. He actually wrote a scene that didn't even exist in the, his original script to accommodate my idea. And I thought, that how wonderful is that? You know, so a, as an actress, you know, you feel so comfortable with being able to approach him and give him your ideas uh, because he is, he is just wonderful. He's like I said, he's very open-minded to it and he loves collaborating and he is totally fine with uh, taking your ideas and making them work, you know? Oh, and, and Joe, how many, how many fan films have you, is this your first film or have you produced, directed, mm -hmm. written and starred in others besides this one? Uh, yeah, no, no, uh, from the nature's hunger point of view, we 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 uh, made over 40 films. We started filming in 2010, went through an, uh, and written a number of crossovers and stories. So, so no, uh, this is definitely not my first. A result of a lot of uh, experimentation and actually making a lot of films. That you know you you learn what your boundaries are and all the new stuff that you can do. You know, so yeah. The, <laughs> Yeah, th th this is after what thirteen years of filmmaking. This is our latest, and what I, I would say our best, you know. And I enjoy watching this film, you know. 
And I said, wow, you know, if you're going to make a film, you, you need to enjoy watching it. So, you know, if you enjoy watching your own film, chances are there's other fans that enjoy watching it too because I, I get feedback like, God, that was a great film, man. This this film speaks to me, you know. <laughs> so, well. That you make a fun film, you know. But, no, that that's the result of, of like I said, 13 years of filmmaking, you know. And actually, I started in uh, in high school. I started making films really early. In my uh, junior year of high school, I got introduced to a guy by the name of uh, uh, Bill Conley, and he had a movie camera, and he was making fan films, you know. I said, man, what? I said, I didn't know you could do this. Oh, yeah, you got a movie camera, right? Yeah, just write a script, and, uh, you know, uh, get your fellow high school kids to be in it, and uh, let's go, you know. So, wow, <laughs> it took off from there, you know. So I've been fi- fi- doing films since I've, uh, was, uh, since my high school days, you know. But well, uh, so to, to it, I speaking think of fan goal, feedback, we actually have a caller. We have a caller on the line that wants to talk to you right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, or, or Leslie, I'm not sure. Let me, let me see. Sometimes my computer is a little finicky. Let me see if I can get it to or sometimes it doesn't want to. Hey, good evening. Thank you for calling Shrek Talking. What's your name and where are you calling us from tonight? Hey, this Hello? is Larry Fleming. Hey, Larry all right. Fleming. There Yay! you go. Good, yeah. Awesome. Larry's part of I've a, been enjoying the show so far. Well, excellent. So I, I guess I guess you don't have any questions for Leslie or Joe? Well, I think I've got one question. Shatner was in his right. 30s when he did the original series. He's 92. You guys don't yeah. look that old. No. How is it you're fans of Star Trek? <laughs> right? Yeah. That, you know, you know, Larry, Larry, Larry uh, puts up with a good point because uh, Larry plays Dr. Thunderman in uh, Nature's Hunger in, uh, in Razor's Edge, the film that comes before this. And uh, I'm glad that Larry's on, uh, is that this film, A Fighting Chance, a Roaring Thunder, is a prequel, okay, to the film Razor's Edge. So now we're going backwards. So if you, okay, so if anyone, uh, for the people that will be listening in and seeing this podcast at a later date, if you liked uh, uh, this film, A Fighting Chance, Roaring Thunder, you may want to see uh, Razor's Edge and then, you can better understand where where, where this film is coming from because this film is actually going backwards. So this happened before Razor's Edge, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and I why thought... we got Larry on and glad we, uh, Larry called is that Larry has been an incredible part of this film. Uh, uh, he, he's helped out as his assistant director, and he even bought his son, Thomas, to help out behind it. We don't want to have, like, too many people on the set, you know. So so uh, uh, Larry's been the cameraman. He's been behind <laughs> behind the camera as the cameraman or assistant director or in front of the camera as a number of different characters. And what we thought would be fun in the fighting – oh, and I did mention that uh, uh, Larry Fleming, too, has also uh, let, been very kind and generous to let us use his – uh, amazing props, and Larry Fleming has an incredible amount of props. I mean, you're talking about uh, 
swords and uh, armor, shields. Uh, you're talking about dueling pistols. Uh, he, Larry used to have like a, uh, a garage full of all these things. I said, gosh, you know, and ask him if I could borrow it. He said, sure, you know, because it really enhances the film. But you're talking like thousands and thousands of dollars of uh, props, you know, that look very realistic. Even this Western stuff, we shot a Western scene in the future, and he lent us some of his Western gear that is really uh, top-notch, you know. So, uh, yeah, I'm very uh, indebted to uh, Larry Fleming for his uh, generosity, you know. And uh, and, and Larry Fleming is like the, the Leslie Sawyer of fan films, too, that uh, uh, Larry has been in a number of other fan films as well, you know. You know oh, like, yeah, Larry... Uh, Larry definitely <laughs> surpasses me. I got to tell you the story. You, you, this meat and potatoes would not be sitting here right now had it not been for Larry because it, the universe, I think, just made it so, uh, you know, make it so. <laughs> um, uh, one of my first uh, gigs being an actress, I worked on Jumanji, the reboot that they did, and uh, there were like 350 extras. I mean, it was a ridiculous amount of people. And they had these long tables set up. And what are the odds that I would have ended up sitting right across from Larry? And I really liked the costume he was wearing. He was wearing, like, he looked like Clint Eastwood from one of those spaghetti westerns. And I'm, I happen to be a big fan of those movies. And I remember I complimented him on the costume, and I really liked it. Now, I have to admit, I don't remember how we got on the whole subject of Star Trek or being in Star Trek fan films, but he did tell me about him, you know, his role in them and how much he enjoys doing them. And I had never even heard of Star Trek fan films. Uh, I didn't even know there was such a thing. And so he clued me in on them. I started looking at them on YouTube and I was hooked. I'm like, oh my God, this is so amazing. I had no idea. Who can I talk to? Who can I contact? You know, I just, I was like a little kid in a candy store. I was so excited. And so he gave me some numbers of people or whatever. And uh, unfortunately, when I called them and talked to them, nobody needed me. Nobody had any openings or were they, maybe they weren't going to make a movie. I don't know. All I know is that I didn't, I couldn't get anywhere with it. And I was very disappointed. Well, it just so happened one of those people I had contacted a couple of weeks later, he actually did contact me. He said, listen, I had to fire my lead actress. Uh, would you be at all interested in taking over the role? And I almost dropped my phone. I was like, uh, yeah, no problem. He's like, well, I know it's such short notice, but it's this weekend. Can you come this weekend? And he lived about two and a half hours away from me. I, but I told him, I'm not a problem. I will be there. I will be there. And the rest, as I say, is history. So I do. I always owe a deep debt of gratitude to Larry for that incredible moment where we just ended up meeting on the set, and he got me going with the whole thing. So uh, thank you, Larry, and um, it's just a blessing, and I'm just like, I just love, it's been a crazy, wonderful ride ever since. <laughs> it really has it's been amazing. Well, it's been a reward so, yeah. for me too, because I get to work with you on a regular basis. Aww. <laughs> yeah, it's a mutual admiration society. <laughs> but yeah, Larry, you do you have any idea how many fan films you've been involved in? Like when, what year was it that you started doing fan films? It would yeah. have been part of, um, uh, 
uh, Farragut Films down in uh, Kingsland, Georgia. I, I was, I'm a regular producer too. I'm on IMDb. Uh, I've worked with a lot of films. I've been on hundreds of sets. And I was looking for something to, and I found this Star Trek fan film that they were working on down there. And I go, okay, this is cool. I'll go ahead and buy a, a, a walk-on roll just so I can get down there and see this because they had this beautiful set. And that started it. But I've got years of, of acting and, and film experience. I, used to, I grew up in West Hollywood, so it's all normal for me. Uh, I chose to take the easier way out by working in aerospace. But um, mm-hmm. I told them I didn't do any field service work, so not until Star Trek's really true. But um, I really enjoy watching films being made. I enjoy helping people. And I stayed yeah. pretty much in the independent world because of that, because anybody can do anything. If you want to step in and help, you can do it. You don't have to worry about union rules. And that's kind of been a, a kick for me that um, these guys have creativity. You've got to basically help it grow. Yeah, because you could, you could be in SAG if you wanted to, right? Aren't you SAG eligible? Or were you even at one time in SAG? Uh, well, I've never been in SAG. I turned down uh, speaking roles on a regular basis. Uh, as long as I've been on set, I should be in SAG, because, but I turn them down. I don't want them. You only allow three vouchers before you have to join, so I don't allow that to come in. I, right, I still act. I still get to work. I'm doing everything that the big guys right. are doing. And when we yep. work with Jose, it's more right. fun. It is, isn't it? That's... It really is. So, Larry, what can you The only one that I've worked with that I enjoyed working better than Larry? Jose is Clint Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, can you, uh, you have any behind-the-scenes stories that you want to share about the making of this film? Well, let's see. What have we done? We have a break room, and we'll go in there and we'll have uh, some food when we first get there. And then we go over the the lines a little bit. Pretty much everything that we do is spontaneous. We get the scripts, and we immediately just start going through the lines. So the hard part as an actor is to pick up the role where you left off if you're playing a certain character you know how to play the character. Leslie can jump in and out of her accents really great. This is amazing how she can do that. I'm pretty much, uh, this is what you get, actor. I don't do a whole lot of accents uh, be myself. If you look at uh, famous actors like John Wayne, good enough actor, but he is not as good as the big ones like Cary Grant and all the other ones. But He's had his friends on set. You see the same actors there all the time. They may have one line or something like that, but they're his friends. And that's the fun part about doing these films is you get to work with friends. Yeah, it's like family. I feel like when we get together, it's like a family reunion. I mean, I just, I absolutely love it. Whether it's, you know, being uh, on uh, Jose's sets or when I go to neutral zone and I'm with all those people that are down there. Um, it's just, you can't really put it into words. And I, I know Larry knows what I'm talking about because Larry does films uh, down in neutral zone. He does films for uh, Randy Landers uh, in Kentucky. Uh, right. So it's like when you get together with these people, it's just, it, it is, it's, it's just, you're with family. I mean, it's wonderful. 
Well, isn't that the thing that sets Star Trek really apart from a lot of the other fandoms is we're all part of a big Star Trek family. The way yes, I look and, at you know, it. I'm going to tell you that, that, yeah, even the actors, like when I was working with uh, Gary Graham at the um, in Las Vegas being his personal assistant, I loved it when these actors would see each other. Do you know what I mean? From the, the shows that they were on together. They really are. Like, as an example, I would say, like, when you watch Picard, okay, and they're all coming together again to work to, with each other again, it's, it is. It's like the same thing. It's like a family reunion. So when I would see these, all these professional actors that had been on these shows together and when they would see each other at these conventions, I mean, they just love to hang out and they're all hugging and, hey, how you doing? And, you know, and all that. So it's, it's the same thing with uh, making these fan films. It doesn't matter. You know, I mean, we're all part of the Star Trek universe family and there's just something magical about it that, you know, you, it's actually even hard to put it into words. Um, I think that in a way, uh, people that even just love to go to the conventions and when they see each other at the Star Trek conventions and they, they know they're with their, their fellow lovers of Trek. And we are, I think all of us are just part of this incredible family and, and we all get it and we, and we just all love it. You know, it's it's just it's great. That's, yeah. that's absolutely true, Leslie. I all I always end every podcast by saying Star Trek fans are the best fans, and that's true. Star Trek fans yeah. get it; they just get absolutely. it. And what what's even better is, is people like Joe get it as well, which is which is pretty unique, I think. You know, I mean, you could be a fan of. Battlestar Galactica or the X-Files or, or there's a lot of fandoms out there, but how many fandoms can somebody like Joe get together a bunch of people that, that love it as much as he does to put the time and money and effort into making a product like a fan film is very unique to Star Trek, I think. And it's, it's one of the things that makes it special what, what Joe does. And Larry yep. and, yes. and Leslie. I don't want to leave anybody out. (laughs) Well, you can include yourself on that, too, because what you do is a service by providing all this Star Trek information for people to listen to. It's just fantastic. I've I've never met Leslie, but she is my meat and potatoes. Uh, She's been on this podcast many times, and I've, I've said this before. I like to give Tunity to shine. And anyone that does a fan film that wants to come on this podcast and tell the world about what they've done, I'm all for that. And the last time Leslie was on the show, or maybe the time before that, Leslie was all excited about this particular fan film. I think it was maybe a year ago, Leslie. It was a while ago. Um, when, yeah. when you actually start, when you started filming this particular film that we're talking about tonight, I remember you were on the show and you were talking about how exciting it was and you couldn't really tell us anything about it because it wasn't out yet, but that was quite a Correct. while ago. Yes, and, that's uh, how long it's been. Yeah, it was a long time ago. And at that point in time, uh, the wheels were already turning. You know, we, 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 Leslie, we got to get Joe on the show. We got to get Joe on the show. And here it is <laughs> a year and a half, two years later. And Joe, Welcome to Trek Talking. 
All right. Glad to be part of this. Thanks, Jim. You are you're part of the forever now. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. You will be forever known as episode 543. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it. <laughs> Maybe maybe in your next fan film you can find a part for some podca- podcast host who's uh, on some screen somewhere talking about Star Trek or something. And uh, think of me when you do it. They'll <laughs> well, send you out a green screen, and he he does play a Klingon, right? You got a, a good Klingon outfit, right? I I do I do like to go to Kling to uh, conventions as a Klingon, and I let everybody oh, touch my bat list. Joe will get you in his movie. Just send you out there a green screen and tell you what to do, and you'll be in the movie. Oh, yep. yeah. I love it. I well, love for it. Randy, so I'm, a, I'm a Klingon, too, so I, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. There you go. Well, you got, yeah. There you go. Green you get, screen. Get Klingons both are awesome. The get them both in the film. You can splice them in, like, make it look like they're right in the same room together. I have a. Uh, We're watching historical documents. I, I bought on eBay. I found it and I thought a foam rubber batlet, and I bought it. And when I got it, I was, I didn't know what to expect, but it looks so good in pictures. Like when I'm at a convention and people take pictures and they want to hold my batlet, and you let them hold it, and they're shocked that it's only rubber. And when they take pictures of it, it looks so good in pictures. So uh, I'm pretty impressed with my rubber bat list. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. I, I, I think we got a, another actor for you there, Joe. There. Thank you. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Let me see. Um, Klingon at green screen. <laughs> there you I'm go. Not, I'm, not as good, I'm not as good as the meat and potatoes because I've never done a film. So. Well, nobody is. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, checked in the That's mail. That's true. <laughs> so, so Joe, uh, what, what yeah. can you tell? What can you tell us about the film? What do you want to share with fans? Uh, where can they find it? How can they support oh, yeah. you well, uh, um, uh, if they I'm, want to be I, in a future film? How would they go about doing that? Are you on Facebook, Instagram? Spill the beans, Joe. Uh, tell us everything. Yeah, yeah, we are on Facebook. I guess we'll start backwards. Yes, we're we're on Facebook uh, under uh, uh, Nature's Hunger or Star Trek Nature's Hunger. You'll you'll uh, you'll find us there on Facebook. Yep, yep. Uh, especially Star Trek Nature's Hunger. That's where we seem to have the most fans. But if you type it in Star Trek Nature's Hunger, we we do have a uh, a Facebook site uh, that we uh, update regularly, and uh, you can see the latest uh, behind the scenes or production photos or whatever, like we just did one, okay, that's on Facebook already, you know, we, we had Clay Sayer over this weekend uh, doing General Ursus and uh, Dr. Zayas, and we're, we're going to be posting pictures on that, you know, and that's on Facebook. He looks good. And, yeah, he looks great, from, from Planet of the Apes. Yeah, he, you know, he came over, you know, because we have a little makeup studio in there, uh, uh, Clay Sayer came over with all his... Uh, costumes and his mask and it's just a joy he's assembling his ape mask and everything you know and uh you know he br- brings over his you know you would think like you know hand painted no 
He brings over his air compressor. What's going on here, man? This guy is going to work, you know? It's uh, yeah, he, He's doing glue, and he's doing air compressing air, and he brought over an assistant, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, like, amazing. You know, this guy's like uh, the maestro of ma- mask making, you know? Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're we're on Facebook, two sites, Star Trek Nature's Hunger or Nature's Hunger. And then our films are if you type in Star Trek Nature's Hunger are on YouTube. So our latest film right now that is on, if you type in into your YouTube channel, Fighting Chance, uh Roaring uh, uh Roaring Thunder, uh a Nature's Hunger fan film, you'll find you'll find the our latest and greatest film there. And also, too, the la- the one before that is Razor's Edge. It's on the same channel. Uh, and then you can see the rest of our 40 films if you click on that. But, yeah, we're we're there, and uh, we're getting ready to make our next film here. So, uh, But, yeah, you can reach us through uh, Facebook. And, uh, private and can you give us a, a little teaser, maybe, about the next film? Like, will we see more of Leslie, for instance? Oh, you'll see definitely a lot more of Leslie and Larry Fleming and uh, their actors. Uh, yeah, so uh, I would say what you saw today is we're going to rack it up a little bit. We're going to uh, in, 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 uh, put a notch up on it. So the drama gets better, all right, because well, this gets first juicier. film, yeah, right, the first film was, was an introduction to a fighting chance, all right? You got to meet the characters and so forth. So the next film will start to explore more of their inner demons and how they, they meet these challenges, you know? So I'm kind of excited about the next one, you know? So it's, uh, yeah. So uh, uh, we have shot probably like uh, two years worth of footage in those two. It isn't like we haven't been doing nothing in two years. We have been shooting a lot of footage, so we've been able to spread it out so that that's why we'll come up with six episodes. That's but I would say challenge are you're going to see these characters grow and develop, you know, and that's why I'm excited about the series, you know, as they they learn to a fighting chance like is the film about underdogs and how they go about uh, tackling their dilemmas and and taking on their inner demons, you know, and there is the uh, what do you call it? The we introduced in this film the mantis. And we're going to take the mantis to a different level. So uh, what we decided to do, too, is we shot a number of short vignettes that we think they will handle well as short films in themselves, you know, to, to the Fighting Chance series. So we're very excited about it, you know. So the, the, we, we have a number of wonderful scenarios that we have uh, lined up. We, we, have, uh, we, we want to make a giant Planet of the Apes film. But we wanted to do a pilot because we wanted to see, you know, we wanted to shake out the bugs. So for a fighting chance, we're going to have a short Planet of the Apes story, you know, to see, to shake that out, you know. So we're very excited about that, you know. It's, uh, it, 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 in fact, the, the film will be called Don't Go Ape. Oh, brother. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, that was just so I'm wonderful. especially excited to be able to do this, too, because I've actually been on the Planet of the Apes sets. Yeah. So this is really fun for me. Well, you got to make sure that you have a line in the movie somewhere that says, right turn, Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Larry, I wanted to ask you a, a, a question. Are you as big a card shark as your character is in the, fin- in the film? 
<laughs> well, I went to high school in Reno, so I've learned how to gamble. Don't. Yeah, I noticed in the in the film there you were uh, uh, a pretty handy card shark. I wanted the cards. I can fast shuffle them, do all the stuff. Um, my mom's best friend across the street was a 21 dealer. She retired, but they would call her up at 2 o'clock in the morning on a weekend saying, we've got a high roller here or there. Can you get here in 20 minutes? And she'd go down there, take them for all their money, and come home with a nice check. It's very easy in a casino that's allowing you to do that. Wow. Wow. Well, I I know it's hard to believe, but we've blown through an hour. It goes by so quick, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh! It's, I can't believe it. Yeah. I know it's incredible. So you know, before we go, I want to say thank you so much to our very own meat and potatoes uh, fan film actress extraordinaire herself, the one, the only Leslie, taking time out of her busy schedule to hang out and trek talk with us. Thank you so much, Leslie. Oh, thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. And, of course, we have to say thank you, of course, to our very own Larry Fleming for picking up the phone call, letting his fingers do the walking, and call Trek talking. So thank you so much for calling and hanging out with us for this hour, Larry. You're very much welcome. I used to do this a lot more, and I was surprised I still had a Blog Talk account that I could log into. Yeah, it, I, it, we've been doing it. I've been doing it for since 2015, so I've uh, been doing it for a while. I love it. I really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. And, of course, none of this, none of this would be possible. We wouldn't have Larry or Leslie here with us tonight if it wasn't for the one, the only, Joe Sapita for making his awesome fan film. Thank you so much for hanging out and talking with us tonight for uh, having us on and uh, interviewing us, you know, and giving us an opportunity to uh, talk about our latest film, you know. Thank you. Oh, anytime. Anytime at all, you're always welcome here. And I want to let you guys know that on Thursday night, same bat time, same bat channel, I'll be back with all my truck experts, and we'll be talking about Strange New World, Episode 5, Charades. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we also have Star Trek News, Star Trek Birthdays, And we're going to talk a little bit about the strike and how it might affect the future of Star Trek and Star Trek. So that will be live on Thursday night. So don't miss out. As usual, guys, Star Trek fans are the best fans. You better believe it. And uh, hailing frequencies are closed. Thank you so much for listening. Good night, everybody. All right. Good night, Jim. Good night, everyone. Good night. Let's see what's out there. Engage. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.